0: hey guys what's going on it's shadows of the moon how are you i hope you all are well today we're going to talk about how to raise your vibration in 30 seconds or less shall we dive right into it all right let's go thank you all for being here by the way so let's talk about raising your vibration and to be honest i'm not a huge fan of the phrase Raise your vibration. Even though, you know, don't get me wrong, I absolutely believe in the spirit of it. And I used to phase myself many times. But, obviously, that's what I'm doing a podcast about, right? But I think there's something missing when we say that we're raising our vibration. It isn't simply that you're raising your vibration. You are positive vibrations. Here's what I mean. Think about the word love. Right? What is love to you? Is love something you find outside of yourself? Or is love something that starts within you? At your purest, most foundational state, you are love. Love is your essence and being. Love is who you are. So, You're never trying to raise your vibration to the frequency of love. Rather, you're releasing everything that makes you forget who you are. You're letting go of all the heaviness that weighs you down and separates you from love. And this is true for all positive vibrations. You are joy. You are freedom. You are peace. You are abundance. You don't need to reach outside of yourself to gain access to these states. None of it is ever separate from you. So when I use the phrase, raise your vibrations, know that this doesn't mean you're trying to achieve or become something that you're not. Rather, it means you're returning to the very core of who you are. So, why raise your vibration, right? The phrase raise your vibration is often used in discussion about manifestation. So, let's begin here. Let's recap about what is manifestation. So, to manifest something means to visualize your dreams and desires and to vibrate at the frequency of your desires as if they've already come true. This belief is rooted in the idea that What we give out, we give back. So if you vibrate at the frequency of love, you invite more love to enter your life. If you vibrate at the frequency of abundance, you attract more abundance to you. And if you vibrate at the frequency of joy, you attract more joyful experiences into your reality. Now, Does this mean you have to force yourself into a state of joy and positivity all the time? Absolutely not. (laughs) Believe me, I wouldn't be doing it if this was the case. (laughs) In fact, trying to suppress your emotions in order to manufacture false positivity can be more harmful in the long run. You know, we'll definitely talk about that in another video, you know. Kind of like, you know, we'll bring up the emotional guidance skill and everything, you know, and learn all that in another video. But Beyond manifestation, though, maintaining a high vibration is important because you deserve to live the life that makes you feel truly good and alive. This moment right now is your life. And you deserve to experience true joy each and every day, not just once in a while. So let's talk about like 10 practices you can utilize to quickly raise your vibrations in 30 seconds or less. So number one, gratitude. When it comes to supporting your mind, body and spirit, there are two vibrations that rank supreme. And that's gratitude and love. One of the quickest ways to get, I get myself back into alignment when I'm feeling off is through choosing gratitude. Often, it's easy to focus on what goes wrong, right? And we lose sight of what's going right, which we do. It happens. We're human. Gratitude is a gentle nudge. To root ourselves in the present moment and focus on the abundance that already exists in our lives. A simple yet profound way to raise your vibration when you're feeling low is to think of three things you're grateful for in the moment. You might choose to look around the room or space you're in and find three things in a room that you appreciate. Or you can look within and find three things inside your body or inside yourself that you feel truly thankful for. Your talents, your abilities, your body itself, your breath. You can also look at all the components that make up your beautiful life. Your family, your friends, your home, your job, all that you have. When you have vibrations that are low, find things in your life that you can be grateful for right now and recognize that while everything may not be perfect there is still so much in the world to appreciate number two is present moment often when my vibration is low it's because I'm worried about the future worried about bills deadlines relationships all kinds of uncertainties, right? Swirling around up in my head. And while I have compassion for a part of me that worries and gets anxiety about the future, I also recognize that a constant state of worry puts me at a low frequency. because And it causes me to attract the very experience that I'm worried about. So how do I release my worries and raise my vibration? I simply take... A deep breath and say in this moment I have everything I need it seems like such a simple phrase but it's changed my inner world profoundly these words remind me that right now in this present moment I have all I need the future isn't real it doesn't exist yet right now is all that exists and right now in this moment I always have more than enough. Here are a few other mantras you can help, you know, return you to the present moment. Say, I'm exactly where I am meant to be. That's another one that's helped me out so much. Like, I worry about what I'm going to put on the podcast, what am I going to put on the website, all that stuff. But I tell myself, slow down. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And uh, those other things will come. Another one is all is well. That's it. All is well. And let, feel the weight on your shoulders to go away. I choose to be here right now. It's another one. Another great one. I choose to be here right now. Or another one is, this moment is a miracle. I also recommend connecting with your breath, you know, and taking deep, soulful, soulful inhales, then releasing all the negative energy through your exhale. Root yourself here in the moment and let let this moment give you everything you need. What I usually do is, when I say a mantra, I'll breathe, you know, take that. And hold it there and it's almost like I'm inhaling the words if that makes sense like I'm exactly where I'm meant to be inhale those words hold them for 10 seconds I imagine them going wonky in my brain you know bouncing all around in my brain that's because I'm weird and that's what I do <laughs> and then everything else that's up there in my brain trying to cram through you know the worry the anxiety all that I breathe out and let it go. That's a little tip for me. (laughs) Number three is positive affirmations. If you follow me on social media or read some of my blogs or listen to other podcasts, you know I'm all about positive affirmations. I never used to be, (laughs) but I am now. And there... an integral part of my daily world and I believe in them wholeheartedly because of how profoundly they have changed my inner world. So first, what exactly is a positive affirmation? An affirmation is a positive, um, is a positive affirming statement that's designed to boost your self-belief and support your overall well-being, mind, and soul. While I have hundreds and likely even thousands of positive, positive affirmations that I've repeated throughout my life. I've found that some are most meaningful are often the simplest. Like, I am worthy. I am whole. I am enough. If you're in a low vibration and need a uh, quick pick-me-up, recite an empowering affirmation that resonates with you. This might change depending on your experience. For instance, when I'm working out, I'll affirm that I'm strong, capable, and resilient. And if I, and it, you know, as I'm walking, I'll, with my headphones, I'll sit there and, well, not really my headphones. That's 80s, right? 80s and 90s. Um, you know, headphones for my, you know, phone. But anyway... I'll just, you know, as it's wearing down, because, you know, Missy gets tired out real quick. I'll repeat, I am strong, I'm capable, and I'm resistant. Almost like in that, I'm strong, I'm capable. You know, just something, anything like that to keep your mind at that pace. So, or if I'm out in a situation that requires me to take a risk, I'll affirm that I'm courageous. And I'm able to handle anything that comes my way. See, the key with affirmations is to truly feel the positive words in your bones. So when I say that I'm worthy, I am freaking worthy. And when I say that I'm brave and courageous, I feel in my heart that I am those things. If you're looking for inspiration on positive affirmations, you can even go to the website, ShadowsOfTheMoon.net, and even look at the candles and see if you can find a positive affirmation that you like there. Or look at my many blog posts about affirmations and the lists of affirmations. Find ones that make you feel good and that you want to work on. Number three is vision boards, and I love vision boards. I have vision boards in front of me of what my life, I want my life to be. So, or what it's going to be. No, not what it's going to be, what it is. So, a vision board is a collection of basically words and images that represent your highest self-living or your ideal life. And the best thing about it is, like, I love getting magazines and cutting out the pictures. I know that's so, like, 90s because magazines really aren't around anymore. But you can print out pictures from the internet. Oh, hey, I want this car. Stick it on your vision board. So, um, you know, some common components of vision boards include the following categories. There's relationships, career, home, health. Wealth, spirituality, fitness, car, <laughs> self-care, hobbies, and fun. And many people like to include positive affirmations on their board as well. What makes a vision board a powerful tool isn't simply that the existence of pictures or words on it, but the positive feelings they inspire you when you look at them. To unlock the magic of a vision board, you must allow yourself to feel the positive emotions of the images within yourself. If you put financial prosperity, a loving relationship, and freedom to travel on the board, then visualize what it would be like to have those now. Imagine how you would feel the day you have all, it all and feel in this moment. When you're in a low vibration, allow yourself to step back and look at your vision board, just for a few seconds. Feel the positive emotions associated with all your beautiful dreams, and it'll poof, poof put you right back up there. If you're on the go, no problem. You can actually find apps on your phone to keep vision boards. Um, V-I-S-U app, Visu app, is one of them. Um, There's a couple more. I can't think of all of um, them. I'll have to think of some more and maybe blog about it or put it in my next podcast or in the description of this if I find some. But I will definitely look. I never even thought about that. But anyway... If you find the apps, this allows you to, when you're on the go, to save the images and write empowering affirmations with your images if you wish. Or if you prefer to DIY it, you can create a folder in your photos called My Future and save images to it. That represents your dreams, you know, look for your dreams and desires. And anytime you're feeling down, scan through the photos and breathe in the positive energy from your pictures. Need to help getting started? Check out the blog over on uh, ShadowsAndMoon.net for some awesome uh, vision board ideas to visualize your future. Alright, the next one is love. Now, I've mentioned before that love and gratitude are the highest vibrations. So if you're able to lift yourself to a vibration of love, there's truly no better place to be. But if you're not able to do that, that's okay too. Okay, so let's learn about how we actually do this. This might sound cheesy, but one practice that's really helped me is simply telling myself, I love you several times a day you know when i'm feeling down i'll look at my own reflection and say i love you and when i'm internally beating myself up because i made a mistake or something i'll again tell myself i love you this is my way of saying yes i'm imperfect and i make mistakes sometimes but i'm still worthy of unconditional love cuz you are you are i am we are worthy of unconditional love another practice is the simple i talked about earlier find three things in your current environment that represent love to you it could be a necklace from your mom a bouquet of flowers from your partner a drawing from your child or just something else that's meaningful If there's nothing in your current environment that symbolizes love for you, simply think about three people, three things, or three experiences that represent love to you and feel the love you have in your heart for those beautiful parts of your life. One final thing, and I fully admit this isn't easy, and you may roll your eyes at me, is silently send a person love, even if they are the catalyst for your low vibration. Maybe someone cut you off in traffic. It's okay to react angrily, but don't hold on to anger. Feel it, release it, and send them well wishes. <laughs> you know, it's like the people that you roll your eyes out when they're like, I pray for you. You know, I, I, a lot of people have done that to me because I sit there and say, oh, I'm a witch. And they're like, oh, I'll pray for you. (laughs) It's like, you don't need to, but thank you. But anyway, it's okay, like I said, to react angrily, but just don't hold on to it. The same could go for a boss who gives you a last-minute task or when you have a frustrating experience in the grocery store. Just, you don't have to like the experience, but you don't have to hold on to it either. Release it and choose love. Be love. See love. The more you choose love, the more unexpected places you'll find love in your life. Next one is nature. You guys know how I feel about nature. I'm always constantly out in nature because I love the feeling out there. If you don't have time to go out for long nature walks, see if you can just step outside for 30 seconds. Stand in the sun. I love doing that. In the morning, oh, it's the best, especially if I'm cold. Stand in the sun. Breathe in the fresh air. Connect with your breath. Connect with the world around you. Remember that like a tree, you are strong, centered, stable, and rooted firmly in the ground. The next one is hugs. This might be the simplest on the list, but that doesn't mean it's not important or meaningful practice because... I've often found that a warm embrace from someone I love is exactly what I need to lift me out of a low vibration. It reminds me of what's truly important and helps me feel love and gratitude for what I have. That's that's one of the reasons you know I'm so grateful for living here, back in New York, is because I'm around my granddaughter all the time. Don't get me wrong, I love my son and my daughter-in-law, <laughs> but there's nothing where I'm sitting here at the computer in my room, the door is open, and my granddaughter runs in and gives me a hug. Or she'll get up on the bed because she knows I'll put on Bluey for her on my TV. <laughs> you know, that is the best feeling in the world, and nothing can take that away. So hug your partner, your child, your parent, your friend, your granddaughter, grandson, or anyone else that makes you feel that love. This could also be a pet, too. Don't get me wrong, I love it when Chief, even though he's not my dog, comes comes in here and hangs out with me. Love it. He also, if if you have a um, special needs dog, Like, he's an emotional support dog. If he comes in and he lays by my feet, it also makes me check myself. Like, am I emotionally, what's going on with me? (laughs) You know, why is he at my feet? Because that means usually something's going on that we even can't see, you know? Anyway, next one is breathing exercises. This one's hard for me, but I've always tried to do it, and it's gotten easier. So it might be a little bit hard for you at first. So a breathing exercise is conscious. Let's try that again. Purposeful breathing with the intent of calming the mind, relieving stress, improving your lung function, and grounding yourself to present moment. What I love about breathing exercise is that they feel like mini meditations that you can do practically anytime and anywhere. And no one needs to know. <laughs> My personal favorite is breathing exercise is um, alternate nasal nostril breathing. Which is very, very hard to do in the beginning. Maybe I'll blog about it. But, yeah, it's very tough, but it's cool once you learn how to do it. Another simple yet powerful practice is the four-seven-eight breathing technique. So, in this practice, you inhale through the nose for four seconds, pause at the top of your inhale for seven seconds, and exhale through your mouth for eight seconds. And I do a lot of um, envisioning when it comes to that. Like I said before, how I... You know, breathe in the affirmation and let the words. I do that with visions too. Like if I vision my um, my dream house, right? I'll breathe in that picture, so to speak, hold it, and let obstacles that are in the way of that breathe out. Let go of them as I breathe out. I guess I would. You would say. So, breathing exercises are known to help calm the mind, reduce stress and anxiety, relax the body, and improve overall well-being. If you're feeling particularly anxious and stressed, see if you can pause for a few minutes and focus on your breathing. Remember what I said in the intro before? Raising your vibration isn't so much about becoming something as it is Releasing everything you're not. A breathing exercise allows you to release the heavy energy that comes from the outer world. So if you can return to the core of who you are in your inner world, peaceful, steady, calm, centered, and strong. If you can return to that, you're golden. All right. Next one is higher self and I use this term a lot, you guys know. Um, So your highest self is your essential self. It's the external part of you that's untouched by human experiences. This is the truest, most authentic part of you. I found that this practice especially helps when my low vibrational state is self-imposed. When I know I'm overreacting or being unreasonable but the surface level part of me is doubting or is doubling down on the negativity. In these moments I ask myself what would my highest self do For me, I know my highest self is gentle, loving, compassionate and kind. So when I ask myself what my highest self would do, I know that she I would embody these qualities in all situations. This is a powerful practice and it might take you a little bit to get used to, but it raises your vibration because it allows you to release negative feelings that aren't serving you and to be aligned with the energy of love. Now, I just want to note that this practice isn't meant to guilt you into anything. It's not meant to make you feel guilty or any negative negativity you may be experiencing. You are a human being who has allowed the grace of imperfection. It's all a part of a beautiful messiness of the human experience. This practice is simply meant to remind you of who you truly are and to release the bad stuff that sometimes gets in the way of that. And when you align with your true self, you're able to release anything that's lowering your vibration. The next one is lights. Years ago, the first time I did guided meditation. The instructor gently guided me to close my eyes and imagine that a white beam of light was shining down on me. You learn that if you're into witchcraft or whatnot, you learn that as well. Um, The light entered through my head, through crown chakra, and slowly spread, filling my entire body. I saw this light filling up my cells and radiating from within, causing a soft glow around my entire body. Light beams might even shoot out your eyes and your mouth and your nose holes and all that good stuff. Um, But this light, anyway, was love. It was protection. It was a reminder of my internal self. And it showed me that I'm never, ever alone. And that I'm always, always loved. If it's safe to do so, you can choose at any moment to close your eyes and feel this light within and all around you. This light is always a part of you. Sometimes it's obscure from our vision due to our external influences, but we can choose at any moment to connect with it again. The light is a reminder that you are something more than a human experience. You're not trying to find high high vibrations. You are high vibrations, and you simply releasing anything that suppresses this truth. So when you have little, a little more time, here are some longer practices you can do to raise your vibration. Meditation. Yoga. Time spent in nature. You can exercise. You can journal. Watch funny YouTube videos. I love celebrity Jeopardy clips or funny cat videos. You know, what can I say? My guilty pleasure. (laughs) Self-care activities. Creative activities. You know, create not to be productive or good. Simply create for the love of creating. You know, do what you love to do. Like my candles. When I'm doing my candles, I love coming up with unique um, little phrases or things. I just, that's my thing. And I absolutely love it. Or my workbooks. I love figuring out different pages go with what, you know, anyway. (laughs) Um, Quality time with someone you love. Is there someone in your life that always makes you feel good? So plan a lunch date or a movie date with them. Reading, allow yourself to do these things. A lot of times we don't allow ourselves to do these things because we're so freaking caught up in what we need to do. No, just allow yourself because every time, and I know this because... I'm a hermit. <laughs> right? Unless Ryan, my son, drags me out, says, Come on, you're going with us. Um, I'm basically a hermit, but I always feel good when I hang out with my friends or my family. I come back in the greatest mood, right? Do it. Allow yourself to do it. Reading, funny TV shows and movies, game night, take a nap. I do. When I feel my anxiety kicking in, I know I'm tired. I'll take a nap. Um, are you hangry? Go eat. I get hangry a lot. <laughs> Dance, sing, even cuddle with a pet. So if you're experiencing a particular low vibration you don't immediately have to force yourself back into a high vibration that doesn't really feel honest or good for you. In fact, trying to suppress your feelings, like I said, is one of the worst things you can do because ultimately that energy really doesn't go away. It just becomes stuck inside you and lingers until you're ready to deal with it. So, Abraham Hicks, Abraham Hicks, I don't know if some of you might have know who that is. They have an emotional guidance scale, and it's it's the best example of what I've seen explain how you can help yourself in these situations, right? Um, The emotional guidance scale is a scale of emotions that we often feel throughout our lives. These range from joy, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, and love to fear, Um, grief depression despair powerless powerlessness in between all these emotions though there are a bunch of other commonly felt emotions for instance like positive expectation and belief may not be the same level as joy and love but they're still pretty high up there on the other hand emotions like discouragement or anger may be perceived as um negative emotions but they're not as low as depression or grief. Does that make sense? If your emotions are a level of depression or grief, it could actually be detrimental to try to jump straight up to the feeling of love and joy. Right? And why? Because more than likely, it won't be real. It just, it won't be, you're just pushing it on yourself. Like I said, Trying to suppress your negative emotions and force yourself to feel positive only means that you're holding on to these negative emotions within. And you're allowing that energy to stagnate inside your body. Healing requires feeling and understanding your emotions before you can release them. And it's also really, really hard to force yourself to go from feeling of grief to one of joy. Doing that often forces you into something you're not ready for, or it makes you mask which I've done most of my life is mask, you know that. Mask you put on for everybody else. Oh yeah, I'm great. You don't want to do that. You want to be in touch with your feelings. But you want to be an observer of your feelings. Feel them, know why they're there, okay, bye-bye. Anyway, um like I said, going from grief to joy doing that often up forces you into something you're not ready for. And if you're unable to reach to a state of joy, you'll likely feel even worse with the results. So what can you do? Right? You're sitting there, Missy, Missy. What the hell am I supposed to do then? I can't feel happy. I can't feel joy when I'm feeling depression. What the hell do you want me to do? <laughs> so instead of reaching for that vibration that is far beyond your current state, consistently reach for the slighter, better vibration, right? Maybe you can't jump from grief to joy, but you might be able to jump from grief to anger, which is actually higher up on the emotional guidance scale. Then maybe you'll be able to jump from anger to blame and from blame to disappointment. Disappointment might turn into frustration, which turns into pessimism, then boredom. From boredom, you move to contentment. Then, Hopelessness, then positive expectation, then enthusiasm, then passion, and finally you reach the level of joy and love. Do you see how that goes? Of course, it's rarely as easy as it sounds, right? Most likely you'll continue to jump up and down, back again, and that's okay. Give yourself extra compassion as you go through this process. So when you hear the term, raise your vibrations, know that the, it doesn't mean you have to jump to the highest possible emotional emotions of all time. And people like to pick on raise your vibration because they're like, oh, I'm feeling giddy all the time. No, it's not like that. Because they, And they say that because they don't research and don't understand what it is, right? So, like I said, it doesn't mean you have to jump to the highest possible emotion all the time. It means consistently reaching for you know better feelings. Even if only if it's a little bit at a time. So in the description I'll put the link to the Abraham Hicks emotional guide scale. And from there you'll get to, you know, learn all about that. And I'll put it on my blog as well. So alright guys that's what i have for you for today i hope you enjoyed this audio video whatever you're watching or listening to <laughs> i appreciate and love each and every one of you thank you so much for hanging out for with me today i uh, appreciate it so much i love talking to you guys about this and you know like i said before do you go up and down most likely you go up and down right I imagine. What, what did practices help you raise your vibration when you're feeling low? Share your best tips down in the comments below because, like I said, your tips could help me and a whole bunch of other people because, you know, we do read those comments. All right, guys, I love you. With that being said, find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. Until our energies meet again, I love you guys. Mwah! Have a great rest of your day.